Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. We made it. We made it through another NFL weekend. We made it through another Manic Monday. Some of us came out looking a little haggard and ragged, but often running into another work week. Monday in the rearview mirror. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It could be worse. You could be the Saints. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. We have to get to Monday Night Football as well as the hot stove getting red. You know when the burner is red, you got to be super careful. Hot stove is getting red. The burners are red and they're right in front. Aaron Judge making the rounds. He was at a particular football game on Monday night wearing a red jersey. I don't think you should read into that. All right. (laughs) So we'll give you the latest from the Major League Baseball free agency. Another... $300 million contract handed out. Still waiting word on some of the other big free agents, but the money's starting to fly. Go green. That's what baseball's doing right now. Go green. In addition, college football is named its Heisman finalists. And we didn't have a chance to get to this on Sunday night, so I do want to get to it tonight. Well, it's now this morning. Sorry. I do want to get to it before the end of the show, the college football playoff committee chair explaining the rationale for, I wouldn't call them controversial, but the third and fourth teams to be included in the four-team playoff. Not for long, though, right? Because fairly soon, it'll be expanding to 12 teams, and then people can debate about 12, 13, and 14. (laughs) Producer Jay is shaking his head because he can't wait for that. Do you think we'll still be working together then? In 2020, it would be 2024, right? 2024, right? That's what they said? Nah, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. Play by ear. <laughs> it's touch and go. <laughs> he does like the cookies that I brought, though. That's true. And see, what Jay doesn't know is I have to use them as a taste tester. So I made cookies for a Christmas party on Tuesday evening, and I needed someone to taste them. So if he keels over, 
something goes horribly wrong and he keels over, at least I know not to serve them at the Christmas party. Right. Don't go with that batch. <laughs> Start over. Start over. Yeah, get rid of that. You messed up. <laughs> there are substances in there that should not be in there. Bleach. Don't ask me why I would put bleach anywhere near my cookies. Yeah, just new, new batch. My yeah. point is, yes, we'll have to scrap that. So far, so good. The cookies didn't rise. Yeah, and actually, I was thinking I might do another batch of oatmeal caramel chewy bars this morning. But by the time I get home and walk Penny, I may be out of energy. It's a tall order. That may be the end of it, right? They only take about 20 minutes, but I'm usually exhausted at the end of the football weekend. For good reason. I feel as though it's a job well done. One hour to go. I'm not mailing it in. I'm not going to make up any words. I'm not going to skip anything. Let's go. Or as Brady got caught on a hot mic last night, you know, let's go with another word inserted into the middle of it. Sorry. (laughs) He's not sorry. Do not accept his apology in any way, shape, or form. If you haven't yet voted for TD of the Week, well, you have time, probably 23 and a half hours. But the poll is up on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. And, yes, we're already seeing your write-in votes there's no possible way for us to narrow it down uh, to the satisfaction of all of you peeps. So we we go with four, and then we expect you to write in. But I just want to say, under duress, I felt like we were missing special teams and defensive opportunities. Uh, and, and just as a side note, I know no one cares about my fantasy team. I took a flyer on the Browns defense and special teams this week. 30 points. Yeah, that worked. Jay, are you jealous? A little bit with that uh, one. That was a good one. Yeah. I also picked up Christian Watson three weeks ago, and that has been that, one hell of a waiver yeah, claim. That I'm more jealous of. So I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, your girl is uh, first place with the playoffs coming up and super nervous. You want to see and hear me on edge. Wait until we get into the playoffs, and there's, I don't know, $1,100 on the line. <laughs> um, see, I'm going to have a heart palpitations that we're not even there yet. That's dangerous. <laughs> It was definitely dangerous. Okay, sorry. That's fantasy. This is reality. Saints and Buccaneers playing in Tampa on Monday night, and it was ugly. Thank goodness Peyton and Eli were back. Thank goodness I had Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner to keep me company while I was baking cookies. Thank goodness that this was only four quarters, because I'm not sure we could have taken much more of it. The Saints had a 16-3 to lead midway through the fourth quarter. But they left the barn door wide open. The number of times that they settled for field goals instead of touchdowns. They were 0-3 in the red zone alone. So many wasted chances. Of course, the Buccaneers could identify with that. As the seconds ticked by, as the possessions stacked up, Empty, 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 wasted, turnover, another wasted opportunity, another turnover. Honestly, I thought this was rock bottom for the Buccaneers. I'm telling the truth. I was thinking about it as I'm getting ready for work and the Buccaneers are, once again, going three and out in the fourth quarter. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to deliver a eulogy for these Buccaneers because this is getting ridiculous. Their last three and out of the game was midway through the fourth quarter. They got the ball with eight minutes to go. (laughs) There was a sack, 
of Tom Brady on first down and a pair of, well, one incomplete pass, one short pass that didn't go as far as it needed to go, and they punted on fourth and 10 with seven minutes left. Now, there was some controversy there. You're trailing by a pair of touchdowns. Why are you punting? Go for it. What do you have to lose? And that was a question that Todd Bowles would have to answer following the game. But obviously, it looked a hell of a lot different once the fourth quarter was done. But when they went three and out midway through the fourth quarter, I'm thinking this is rock bottom for the Bucks. What do I say about the Bucks? Because I don't actually understand it. Now, I know the offensive line is completely different. There's one guy, one guy left over. They can't run the ball. They've been abysmal at running the ball. And we saw those two factors come to play or come to to matter in this game because the Saints were controlling the line of scrimmage. They were getting to Tom Brady. At the very least, they were forcing him to throw quickly. Only one official sack, but he's become the master at getting rid of the ball more quickly than anyone else in the NFL because he doesn't want to get hit. So he's chucking up miss pass after miss pass. He throws an interception right to Demario Davis. There's a fumble by Rashad White, the rookie running back. It's going from bad to worse in the fourth quarter. And yet, for some reason, maybe because Todd Bowles was watching the same offense, they don't go for it on fourth and 10 midway through the fourth quarter. They give the ball back to the New Orleans Saints. Five minutes and 31 seconds left in the game. The Saints can't do anything with it either. The Saints go three and out. And this is where the magic happens. Up-tempo. We know Tom Brady has done that very well over the course of his career. But they're actually backed up on their nine-yard line. Dare you go up-tempo? Dare you show a sense of urgency? They did. Nine plays. 90 yards later. It happened quick, but man, it happened. Fournette, the fullback. The running back, I should say, behind Brady. Play action fake. Brady rolling, throwing toward the end. A caught ball. Touchdown, Kate Otten. The tight end. Same play that scored a six last week in Cleveland. Three minutes left. Fire the cannons. Bucks make it 16 to 9. Almost the entire drive. Now, not every snap of the drive, but almost the entire drive. 91 yards. They were no huddle. They were shotgun. So there was the up tempo, but they found a rhythm. Brady was spreading the ball around. It was Julio. It was Mike Evans. It was Leonard Fournette. It was back to Evans. He tried a deep shot to Kate Otten, the rookie tight end who caught the game winner against the Los Angeles Rams a few weeks ago. He was keeping the Saints defense off balance and by going no huddle, going shotgun, forcing them to use personnel that maybe they would have changed. And of course, they're sucking win by this time. Good thing they had the first three and a half quarters to prepare for this. So the K-Dotten touchdown with Gene Deckerhoff on Bucks radio. But the, the Bucks still are trailing by seven points and the Saints get the ball back. At this point, there are three minutes to go. The Saints just saw Tom Brady and the Buccaneers march down the field in two and a half minutes. They've got three minutes left. One first down, two first downs. You can run out the clock. Nah. 
That would be too easy. Another three and out. And this time, because they don't even pick up a yard, they go backwards seven yards. It's a shorter field for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Now, raise your hand. Be honest. If you actually thought the Bucs were going to do this. Because I will admit, take me back five years ago, and yes, there's no doubt that Tom Brady engineers this fourth quarter comeback. This is his jam. This is where he excels. This is where he's most comfortable, where he's most familiar. There's no one in the NFL, in the history of the NFL, who has as much success in these fourth quarter, close and late situations as Tom Brady. But I'll be the first to raise my hand. I I wasn't super confident. I liked what they did on the drive before that. But I wasn't sure they had enough time. Now, the field was shorter. They weren't backed up to their own nine-yard line. And once again, mostly up-tempo, mostly no-huddle shotgun. Brady spreading the ball around. They think they have a touchdown to Chris Godwin, only to have it called off inside the red zone because of an offensive pass interference, which, when do you hear what Brady had to say about that? And yet they still have a few seconds left on the clock, as in seconds left on the clock. Four-man front, Brady back, cocks his arm, a lot of congestion, throws a pass, caught by the rookie running back at the goal line, spins, dives, touchdown, Rashad White! Touchdown pass by Brady! They've tied the game! Three seconds to go! With the extra point coming up, the rookie running back, Rashad White! Just caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady. I'm just grateful, honestly. Uh, like I said, Coach called to play. Uh, we've been working it all week at practice, and uh, I was just grateful to call my name. Uh, I ran the route. I was in the spot I was supposed to be in. I see Tom throw the ball. I just was going to catch it and uh, do whatever I could to get in the end zone, and that's what happened. So uh, I'm just very grateful and blessed. This is why you practice two-minute drills. This is why you practice these kind of plays so you are ready and you can dial it up. And Rashad said they were ready for this situation, but three seconds to go. All right, that's cutting it a little bit close. It's the latest touchdown pass that Tom Brady has ever thrown in his career in a game that didn't go into overtime, obviously. Never has he cut it that close. Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. I was listening live to Kevin at the time, and he nailed it as he normally does. There were still three seconds left on the clock. <laughs> They're going to run the hook and lateral to the right side edge, throw it back against the grain. Tits batted down, incomplete. The ball is still alive. It's a backward pass. It's a lateral. They're running for their lives outside the numbers. Tackle made, game over. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have swept the Saints for just the third time in franchise history, and Logan Ryan finishes the deal with a tackle. Fire the cannons, folks. You saw a good one. You saw a great one. And the greatest of all time delivers. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you, Bucks. Go home happy fans in red. Great job, great execution. You know, seems like we can only score the last part of the ball game. <laughs> uh, we sputtered around a couple quarters, but uh, the leadership Tom showed, the receivers did a great job, every one of them, running backs between Rashad and Lenny. Uh, the O-line got the job done, and, you know, Cade played well. They did good in the last part of the game. They play hard. You know, they show grit. They play hard. It was a complete team effort, obviously. Uh, the defense got the ball back. The offense cashed it in. 
Uh, got it back one more time. They cast it in one more time. That was a good team effort. It's just an unbelievable win. A lot of things have to come together, especially the hole we dug ourselves in, but uh, it just feels great. I think it's significant that it's two rookies who catch these touchdown passes in the final stages. They've got Mike Evans. They've got Chris Godwin, who admittedly nearly caught the last one. They've got Leonard Fournette. Scotty Miller had a, a pass and Julio Jones, a, a reception as well, in those late stages. But it's Kate Otten, second humongous touchdown of his Bucks career. And it's Rashad White, who had a fumble in the second half. And yet they went back to him. Now, you hear Gene Deckerhoff mention that they come up with the second victory against the Saints this season. But going back to week two, which was when they played the Saints in New Orleans, what you had was an interception return for a touchdown, a couple of field goals, and one score. You had one score offensively for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have struggled against New Orleans since Tom Brady got to Tampa. But forget that part of it. They were about to hit rock bottom. And these two touchdowns in five minutes, I think they saved the season. Granted, they may very well have won the NFC South because the South stinks. But in terms of their confidence, in terms of figuring it out, in terms of the late stages, now it's December for heaven's sakes. You are what your record says you are. And this loss, on top of the Cleveland loss, in my opinion, would have been astronomical. It's a losing team, if not for a few key and clutch touchdown drives against the Saints and against the Rams. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Of course, they played well in Germany, too. I suppose they could they could take that, put it on their resume. Would you like to hear from Tom Brady? Of course you would. We'll let you hear from Tom Brady coming up, as well as Dennis Allen, who doesn't pull punches. We haven't seen a whole lot of this Brady in 2022, but I'm thinking those text messages you sent about how he's over the hill, father time caught up with him. He needs to retire. He traded football for his family. Oh, please. That makes me roll my eyes every time that he's done. He's over the hill. He sucks. You suck, Brady. Uh, You may have to delete those texts, take down those social media posts. I don't think we have it in, because I have a Galaxy. I don't have an iPhone ever. I will never again get an iPhone but producer Jay, isn't there this this feature on the iPhone where you can like remove, you know, people to send the thumbs up or the hearts for text messages, it's so annoying, or the exclamation points, and you can then remove them? Like takeaway punctuations or emojis? Yeah, you can because I see it sometimes. People accidentally send me a heart for a text that doesn't deserve a heart, and then they remove the heart. Oh, wow, I didn't know that actually. <laughs> You're gonna have to remove all of those nasty text messages and tweets that you sent about Tom Brady. He wasn't having it. No poop emojis? Not today. <laughs> Let's not bury him yet. Although earlier, this is this is crazy. Marco Belletti and I were talking through the scenarios for the playoffs. 
if the Bucks don't have some kind of meteoric rise through the final five weeks of the regular season, they're likely to end up with the number four seed. In the NFC, they would be the four seed, and they would host a playoff game, but they could potentially host that game against the Cowboys. Now, they already played the Cowboys. It, it was the opening, it was the season opener, right? But that was the game that Dak got hurt. Right? Wasn't that week one when Dak got hurt against the Bucks and they beat him 19-3? to That was when we knew something was horribly wrong with the Bucks. We kept waiting, 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 waiting for it to get better. It hasn't. It really hasn't. But they're 6-6, six and six, and they've got, what does Tom Brady always tell us? Everything that we want is still in front of us. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You can vote for TD of the Week if you think Rashad White, with three seconds to go, should be the TD of the Week. Check it out on Twitter, ALaw Radio, or on our Facebook page. Good morning to you. Shake it out. Shake it out. Cobwebs, shake them all out. Get me some oxygen. <laughs> Better yet, get me some Jack. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Thanks, Jerry. Here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Brady going to work, trying to secure it. 44. Come from behind, one of the fourth quarter. Rashad White, the running back. Here's the snap. Brady dropping, looking. Brady throws. Caught ball. It's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rashad White. Rashad White. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Bucks tie the game at 16. Brady with a dart. And Rashad White finishes. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Gene Deckerhoff on Buccaneers Radio. Their sideline reporter is TJ Reeves, and he sends me a text at 12.30 Tampa time. Hey, do you need me to come on the show with you? (laughs) It's very kind of TJ, but we already had a guest scheduled, and so I told him we'd catch up with him soon. He joined us literally moments after they got off their plane from Germany, so he'd already uh, done us a solid uh, just a few weeks ago. But yes, pretty amazing moment, and I think there is a sense that this saved the season, proverbially. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Remember, Chris Godwin actually had caught a touchdown seconds before this, but it was waved off by offensive pass interference, so they had to try again. And, man, were they cutting it close with three seconds left on the clock. Great route by Rashad, great catch. Uh, Byrett made a great call. So, it was, you know, we thought we threw the touchdown. I didn't see the the one we hit to Chris, and then uh, I thought I threw it in about a quarter of a second. I was like, how's there a hole? I told her, how's there a hole? I, threw, I caught it and threw it. <laughs> and they put us back on, I think, the 15, and then still found a way. So it was a uh, you know, great team win. He gets better, like, in those moments. Like, it's crazy. Like, usually, like, before he got here, we was on the, we're on the other side of those. Team's coming back on us. Now, with him, we've been on the, the good side of those more often than not. So it was great to have a guy like Tom. It's fairly typical of Brady and his offenses, even though you didn't see a whole lot of production in terms of touchdowns, but he spreads the ball around. And we saw that more and more in the late stages of this game where you had 10 different guys get touch, uh, excuse me, get receptions. You had all these different guys touching the ball. They still have an issue on the offensive line and their run game is still spotty. And Brady knows that this is not the type of formula that you can use on a game-in and game-out basis, which is why they are a 500 club. We've got a lot of games come down to the end, and some we've won, some we've lost. It's just why we're 6-6. and So not where we want to be, but we'll keep fighting. Hard team to beat, and, um, you know, just glad we won. It was a, you know, they got a great defense. They played us very physical like we thought. You know, we made some mistakes in there, but, uh, you know, made enough plays in the end to win. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. How, Akeem Hicks, how was this possible? 16-3, to trailing by 13 points with five and a half minutes to go. The offense is DOA. The defense is spent, has done everything it can, uh, and yet somehow it was still possible. 
I don't think that the energy really changed. I think that we were always looking for that moment where things were going to pop. You know, guys were pushing the entire time when we came in here at the lot, uh, at the halftime. You know, that was one thing that wasn't down was energy. Guys wanted to play football, wanted to play it at a high level. So I think that things just started to work towards the end. And uh, fortunately, we came out on the right end of that. Keep going, bro. Never die, never quit. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, guys pushing each other, guys keeping the morale solid, you know, because in, in situations where things aren't going right, it's easy to have that one thought, you know, that'll just change your, your direction, your energy. And um, guys didn't do that. And, uh, and I think that's why we came out victorious. We've been pretty good in the, uh, you know, no huddle two-minute drills. And, um, you know, that... A lot of games come down to those types of plays. Our guys made them. You know, at the end of the day, our guys made the plays this week. And Mike made plays. Chris made plays. Cade made plays. Rashad made plays. Lenny made plays. Uh, Julio made some great plays. Everyone contributed. I giggle every time someone calls him Lenny. I'm sure they call him Lenny for the most part uh, in the locker room. But my grandpa was Lenny, and he was an old Polish dude. And so <laughs> when, when I hear Tom Brady call him Lenny, I can't help but giggle. Hi, Grandpa Lenny. <laughs> Would you like to vote for TD of the Week? Well, you can. Also, if you turn on NFL Network, seven minutes to go. They're still trailing 16-3. to three. If you would like to see it all play out again gloriously in front of you, but don't turn off the radio because we still have a half hour to go. Coming up, Baker Mayfield is a man in search of a country. Sort of. What about the Niners? Are they interested? I've heard a bunch of different teams getting tossed around. A little bit with the college football playoff committee chair who explains number three and number four in the rankings. And baseball starting to see red or green, really. It's go time at the baseball winter meetings in San Diego. Though Aaron Judge was in Tampa wearing a Mike Evans jersey. I don't know, maybe some of that MVP magic wore off on Tom Brady, as if Brady needs any. But he and Judge were conversing in the tunnel before the game. Kind of interesting to see Aaron Judge, who's, what is he, 6'8", taller than than Tom Brady. (laughs) And they were both wearing red Tampa Bay Bucks jerseys. Isn't that weird? Is it weird when you are wearing the jersey of the teammate of the guy that you're talking to? That's do you think Brady would go to a Yankee game and wear an Aaron Judge jersey? I don't think I could ever see that happen. No, I don't think he would. Or but any jersey. But he's from the Bay Area. Maybe if Aaron Judge goes to the Giants, he might get an Aaron Judge jersey. Maybe. You never know. If, if Tom Brady told me he'd wear my jersey out, that might be Oh, wait a minute. Are we missing the the big picture here? Do you think Brady was recruiting him to the Bay Area? Not the Tampa Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay yeah, Area. Yeah. That's Ooh, how did how did that not dawn on us earlier? Because I highly doubt he was that Aaron Judge was giving him advice about how to perform in the clutch. I don't think he was going to sign with the or getting uh, you know, wind and dined by the Rays. So no, although a listener did point out that the headquarters, not the headquarters, Steinbrenner offices are in Tampa. Oh, very true. Right, because that's the the spring training facility, and really the Yankees facilities. In, in Florida or in Tampa. Yeah, I like the Brady uh, conspiracy better. <laughs> oh, you like the Mike Evans conspiracy? Yeah. The Brady. Oh, interesting. Ooh, I wonder if he was recruiting him. Huh. It's possible. What? I mean, it took us three and a half hours to have that thought pop in our heads. What is wrong with us? Don't answer that question. Brad Heller, don't answer that question. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We've got a lot to cram into the next few minutes, including your candidates yet again for defensive 
Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not Defensive Player of the Week. We're going to pick that for TD. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Of the week. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Tops the feathers helping into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Seattle Seahawks. Geno takes the snap, four-man rush. Going to half roll, throws back inside, reaching up, making a catch. Touchdown, Seahawks! Are you kidding me? It is DK Metcalf. Ramsey was all over him. DK puts those big mitts up and says, that ball is mine. And the Seahawks take the lead, 26-23. What a dart. The Baltimore Ravens. It's Justice Hill in the backfield. He goes in motion to the left. Huntley takes the snap, runs to the right. Touchdown, Ravens. Tyler Huntley with the first touchdown of the day. And with 28 seconds remaining, the Ravens are an extra point away from their first lead of the day. The Green Bay Packers. Rodgers under center, single back offense. Motion by Watson to the left side. Give to Christian Watson. Watson. Around the left end. He goes. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. He leaps into the end zone for the dagger. Touchdown. Christian Watson, the rookie, delivers the dagger his second rushing touchdown of the season 46 yards the tampa bay buccaneers brady going to work trying to secure it 44 
come from behind one of the fourth quarter. Rashad White, the running back. Here's the snap. Brady dropping, looking. Brady throws. Caught ball. It's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rashad White. Rashad White. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Bucks tie the game at 16. Brady with a dart. And Rashad White finishes. Oh, I don't know how you're going to pick. And then many of you are writing in your own candidates as well. But these were all game winners and dynamic. Steve Rabel on Seahawks Radio. Geno Smith dealing to DK Metcalf in the final few seconds. Tyler Huntley, only touchdown, but the touchdown for the Ravens rallying past the Broncos in relief of Lamar Jackson. That's Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio. Christian Watson quickly becoming... Target and weapon number one, 46-yard end around for a rushing TD that fooled a bunch of defenders. They didn't even know where he was or who had the ball. <laughs> That's Wayne Larrabee on Packers Radio. And finally, Gene Deckerhoff on Bucks Radio. Three seconds left. I mean, like, might as well milk all that time off the clock. Tom Brady to the rookie Rashad White on Monday Night Football. Now, I, we... I wanted to put a defensive touchdown in there. I wanted to put a special teams touchdown in there. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the punt return TD for the Browns. How about one of those defensive touchdowns from this weekend, like Dre Greenlaw of the Niners? Or we're going to call him the Defensive Player of the Week, sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Ryan under center now stands up, puts his hands on either side of his helmet. Squats back down, hands under center, takes the snap. He's back on a play fake. Pressure coming. They dump it on the screen to the tight end, Mo Cox. Along the right numbers to the 30, lost the football. Picked up by the Cowboys. Racing back down the near sideline. Malik Hooker into the end zone. Touchdown, Dallas. Hooker, the former Colt, picked up the fumble and takes it in. And the Cowboys extend the lead. Another defensive score. I ain't really have no special words, man. I mean, the message for me today was just, if you're a big dog, man, be a big dog today. And I feel, I feel like that showed out there today, man. I feel like on both sides of the ball, we was able to run the ball. We was able to stop the run, which was a big key to the game today. And I feel like that's why we was able to uh, get the victory tonight. Do you hear the mayhem behind him in the Cowboys locker room? And yes, for Malik Hooker, extra motivation. He was drafted by the Colts in 2017, but didn't get a second contract. He was injured for a good portion of his time with Indianapolis, but signed with Dallas during training camp last year. And he starts the barrage in the fourth quarter. So not only does he have the scoop and score for the touchdown that you hear with Ryan Radke on Westwood one also has an interception later in that fourth quarter Four consecutive turnovers by the Colts, or more appropriately, four consecutive takeaways by the Cowboys' defense leads to a 33-point final quarter as Dallas pours it on and gets over 50 in winning its ninth game of the year. So for that, because he performed his best, although had a couple of tackles in there, Malik Hooker is our defensive player of the week. It had to feel good. I mean, it had to feel real good it's after hours with amy lawrence here on cbs sports radio we're gonna split our time here as we head up toward the top mentioned that baker mayfield got released yesterday by the panthers steve Wilkes saying that he wants baker to get a fresh start a chance to to hook on with another team will that team be the san francisco 49ers in the wake of jimmy g's broken foot we look into everything but um that was i mean that surprised me right now and we got to discuss more this afternoon and stuff but um, you know, I've always been a fan of his, but feel real good about our players and we'll look into everything, but 
I feel pretty good with where we're at right now. Kyle Shanahan on his Monday conference call. Now, Mayfield did have the chance to start with the Panthers. And I, I think it's unfair to say he was one in five as the starter. I hate QB wins and losses. It's such a paper stat. And it's it's not fair either. I know life is not fair. But the Panthers stink. I mean, come on. The Panthers stink. It's not all on Baker Mayfield. Nor is it all on P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold. But he was on pace for career lows in every statistical category. He was last in the league in QBR. Apparently, he asked to be waived, but the Panthers were likely to take that step anyway. The Niners, the Ravens, I even heard the Texans could potentially put in waiver claims for Baker Mayfield. But remember, he's in the final year of his rookie deal at his... In search of a new contract, as is Sam Darnold. Who knows what happens now, but it's been a humbling six months for Baker. I believe that leads to more maturity, better leadership if he chooses to take it that direction, but likely not to be with the Niners. And Brandon Ayuk was a guest on Airing It Out. It's a podcast with TJ Hushmanzada and Orlando Skandrick. And of course, they brought up this idea of Baker instead of Brock Purdy. Baker Mayfield just gets released, and everybody, all oh, the 49ers should claim him. Are you comfortable finish the rest of the season question, where man. Brock Purdy is your give quarterback? Me, give, me, give, me, give, me, give me Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, first of all, people wanted, people talking about the, the, the performance he had. We talking about a backup quarterback, you say Mr. Irrelevant, seven-round draft pick, a quarterback in his rookie season, and he come, it's beyond how he played. It's the preparation throughout the week when you don't even think you have a chance to even touch the field. You still prepare it to go out there and, and give yourself a chance to perform. That's why I can respect it. He gave himself a chance to perform because the way that he prepared when he didn't even think there was a chance in hell that he was going to play. And when that moment came, he played well. And he came up, even I came up to me, he came up to me earlier, just right before I came in here, man, I miss you on a few things. That's on, that's on me. Just know, just know I'm going to get better and I'm going to feed you. As a receiver, I'm like, oh, sh-. I'm like, damn, you ain't got to tell me. You got to apologize to me. I feel the energy. So it's like, I don't care who on the waiver wire, what they talking about out there. I'm let me rock. I'm rocking with BP for so. I'm rocking with BP, not BM. Brandon Ayuk with TJ Hushmanzada and Orlando Skandrick, the airing it out podcast. He he wasn't even having it. He was not hearing it. No 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 no. For sure. If you missed my conversation with Tracy Sandler, longtime Niners insider. She gave us the deets about the locker room and and 24 hours after Jimmy's injury. How are they adjusting, obviously, the quarterback room? And what has to change on the offense for Brock Purdy to take over? Do the expectations remain the same? It was interesting to hear her thoughts as someone who is with this team week in and week out. And our podcast is After Hours amylawrence.com. We'll get to more college football as we head through the week. The Heisman Trophy finalists were announced on Monday. And of course, still processing the final college football playoff rankings. Boo Corrigan is the committee chair and was asked, obviously, his decision or their decision, I should say, to include Ohio State over Alabama. You look at the big wins as well as part of this and the win that um, Ohio State has over uh, Notre Dame, the win they have over Penn State, compare that to uh, Alabama with the wins over Texas, uh, Mississippi State, some other close games. Again, keep in mind that the Michigan game did get away from them, 
but it was a one-score game uh, uh, early in the fourth quarter. And as we looked at the total body of work that we had, the committee was comfortable with Ohio State at four and Alabama at five. It's going to feel like forever. Or maybe not. We're a few weeks away from Christmas. And then before you know it, it's New Year's. And then before you know it, it's early January. The NFL season is wrapping up and we're seeing the playoff pieces fall into place. And then boom, it's time for the college football playoff. Actually, the first two games are New Year's Eve. So you don't have to wait that long. The championship is into early January. So it'll come fast. It feels like it's a long way off now and 75 bowl games between now and then. It's not a good time for me to tell you my theory on bowl games, but you'll get it at some point during this next three weeks. Major League Baseball, the Phillies are paying $300 million to Trey Turner, so he is changing uniforms, one of these first big free agent dominoes to fall. And obviously there's a group of shortstops that are all going to be in hot demand, but 11 years, he's 29. So these are guaranteed deals through the time that he's 40. They are all in with this group, adding Trey Turner, even though they uh, they went to the World Series last year. They're going to spend more money. That's Dave Dombrowski moving and shaking. And Justin Verlander reunited with Max Scherzer in New York, reportedly replacing that spot in the rotation vacated by one Jacob DeGrom. So a lot still happening from San Diego in the winter meetings. I think we're angling for a guest from San Diego coming up on our hump show tonight. But let's be fair. On Tuesday, like it or not, it's all about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers comeback and Dennis Allen with a front row seat for that. It stings. It sucks. We'll go back and look at this tape. We'll, we'll, yeah, that's we'll all we needed. It out. stings. I mean, it we sucks. Had some opportunities that's all. That we didn't. We're good. Thank you, coach. <laughs> Did we need more than that? I'm pretty sure that's exactly how all of Saints Nation feels. And they were an outside shot, obviously, to make the playoffs. But, yeah. Stings. It sucks. Tom Brady has done this to many teams, many other coaches. It stings. It sucks. This is how I felt about the Patriots rally against the the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. Uh, The one that went into overtime. You know the one I'm talking about. It doesn't happen if the Falcons don't make a myriad of mistakes, it does not happen. Even if the Patriots play perfect football all the way through the fourth quarter, it does not happen unless the Falcons make mistakes, which they did. They left the door open. And this is the same thing for the Saints. If the Saints keep their their final possession an extra 30 seconds, instead of going three and out in 31 seconds, it's 45 seconds. It's 60 seconds. Well, then that comeback doesn't ever manifest. The Saints screwed up royally. They were over three in the red zone. They should feel sick. It stinks. Oh, it stings. Wait, it stings. It sucks. It stinks, too. (laughs) Okay. Be prepared. It's going to be Tom Brady Tuesday. Vote for TD of the Week. It's on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our Facebook page. We'll talk to you tonight. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t